The Church Media Podcast, episode 184, How to Succeed Through Technical Glitches, with Bill Swaringham, part two. Let's do it. This is the Church Media Podcast. The definitive podcast for helping you create dynamic experiences and build solid media production teams at your church. Exclusive interviews and church media training from the best minds in ministry and Christian entertainment. Useful, practical content in the areas of audio, lighting, video, stage design, volunteer culture, and more. Broadcasting from the ministry headquarters of 1230 Media, here's your host, Carl Barnhill. Hey guys, welcome to this week's show. This week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by our friends at Subsplash. Subsplash is the award-winning leader in church engagement tools, helping thousands of churches around the world expand their reach and engage their communities through world-class technology. With the power of the ultimate engagement platform, you can create your own app and your website and also fuel your mission with Subsplash giving. We're in the process of developing the all-new 1230 Media app, where you can purchase and browse worship media, view custom media samples, and order media for your church. You can also read our blog, listen to the podcast, and more straight from the app. It's going to be awesome. More details on that to come. But with Subsplash, you can get a demo and learn more at their website at subsplash.com. Check those guys out. They are awesome to work with, subsplash.com. All right, this week I continue my conversation with the great Bill Swaringham. Bill is the creative arts director at The Crossing in St. Louis. He is a veteran in the world of church, media, and production. This week we'll wrap up our discussion on how to win when your world is crumbling around you on Sunday, how to succeed through technical glitches. We'll crank the convo right back up after this, check this out. You have an audience, a community who you want to engage. You're using Facebook, Twitter, video, audio, and putting on live events. It's time to bring it all together in one place, your own branded mobile app. Think of your app as a home base for your community, the one place where they can access all of your content within seconds. You become part of their daily routine, their morning cup of coffee, their commute, their workout, People spend upwards of three hours a day using apps on their smartphones and tablets, and a staggering 89% of mobile media is consumed through apps. Subsplash serves thousands of clients whose apps are used by millions of people every day. Our award-winning and flexible app platform is trusted by a wide range of organizations, from global brands to nonprofits, startups, ministries, and everyone in between. The Subsplash platform gives you complete control over your app, Share media, events, news, blogs, integrate with mobile giving, send out push notifications, and much more. We take care of the hard stuff like software updates and development so you can focus on engaging your audience. Our team of app specialists are committed to your success from app implementation to ongoing tech support, and we'll walk with you every step of the way. As pioneers and leaders in the mobile space, Subsplash will publish your app on all major app stores, making your content and brand incredibly accessible to millions of people on their phones, tablets, and TVs. Let's take your organization to the next level and engage the mobile generation. This is an exclusive interview from the Ministry of 1230 Media. Here is church media coach, Carl Barnhill. 
let's plow through your your uh, other two principles here. So, what is your your se- first was relationship? What's your second principle to succeed through tech glitches? Uh, it it really goes back to that that whole relationship thing, but it it's vision. Um, you know, there's oftentimes uh, I'm going to communicate to my tech director, my music director, um, hey, we're going to do this, and this is how I want to see it, and this is this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it, and and it's going to be awesome, and uh, yeah, go. And I walk out of the room, and they're probably going, man, that's a great idea. Let's go do it. Somewhere along, or they may go, man, that's another stupid idea Bill has. Uh, somewhere along the line, there's probably a why behind it. Um, at the crossing, we are really intentional about every moment uh, of our weekend experience. So we have to answer the why question for every element, for every minute of our service, uh, which then it's our responsibility then to communicate that to, to our team so they understand the why behind it. Uh, why are we singing this song? Why, why do you want the, lo- the lights to look like that, not like this? How come I can't run this song this loud, or why do you want it at that level? Why, why does the room look like this? Um, if we're not communicating that and we're simply telling people what to do, um, I think that, that then is um, a huge source of misunderstanding. Um, it allows us and gives us the space to begin leading in our personal opinions and perceptions and ideas, which aren't always bad, but without that boundary of vision of how that's all connected to the purpose of what we're doing on the weekend, um, that can that can lead a lot of people frustrated. Mm, good. Um, okay, so w- one thing that I, I read that you said that I thought was awesome is that you remind your front of house uh, people or other production guys that their client is the worship leader or the pastor that it's not their mix or their service to do that that you as the production person are serving that leader um i thought that was really good so has that been received well by your team or if you're like oh yeah yeah i get it and then do their own thing or what's been the response when you've told people that whether we want to admit it or not as a tech person or, a, you know, probably when you get into the realm of media and creative, we're, we're going to hold on to the word artist. Uh, but, if you know, as a tech guy, we're probably not thinking we're an artist. But some of those feelings deep down when somebody walks in the room and asks you to tweak uh, your mix or ask you to adjust the timing on that lighting transition, we kind of feel kind of a an ickiness inside of yeah you know wh- why are you trying why are you messing up with my stuff why are you messing with my with my mix and um, if we can approach whether it's an audio mix or the way we run pro presenter or our lighting design um, if we can even the way we play guitar or the way we sing or the way we lead worship. If we come together uh, and and just hold that with an open hand, and we're not holding that too tightly, um, and we allow others to speak into the full experience, whether it is that one element of a mix, or it's that idea that we're bringing to the table as a creative moment in the service, um, I, I I've never seen um, I'm, I've never experienced where multiple people speaking of, it all comes back to vision, 
coming at it with vision, um, I've never seen it get worse. I've only seen it getting better. So if I can talk to my front of house guy about, just remember, like th- this is not yours. You're 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 serving that team on stage. You're serving our weekend communicator. You're serving the church. Um, that's just a reminder for the guy, whatever production position, that yep, we're going to continue to do this better. We're going to tweak throughout the weekend. Um, when I get that, hey, you're going to need you need to bring that kick drum down a little bit because it's a little rocking in here, or hey, push that vocal there. Um, that it's not I'm not coming at you with a suggestion because you don't know how to do what you're doing. I bet you're in your role, whether you're a volunteer or a paid person, probably because you're really good at it. Now, in my case, it's probably because I'm the only person that they could find to do it. But in most cases, that was funny, Carl. You're supposed to be laughing. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for my cue. In there. most cases, <laughs> you're cueing me. That? You're cueing me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the laughter, and uh, the applause cue will be later. There you um, go. In most cases, you're coming to this because you're you're a servant. You're good at what you're doing. Um, but remember uh, that that whole vision thing is if I if I can give you vision on why that kick drum needs to come down a little bit, or why I'm going to ask you not to use green uh, lights on the band. Um, if I can give you vision wrapped up in that, I think that ultimately helps those teams to hold. Um, their art open-handed yeah yeah agreed that's good uh okay let's let's uh let's get to your third principle here uh we got relationship vision and then what's your last principle for uh succeeding through tech glitches Uh, yeah it it it's a word and it's something that i you know it it's what we all need and it's funny as and prep for this conversation, going back, looking at some other stuff I've written, it, it is threaded throughout a lot of things I've written, and it's the word grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I I remember being um, in a rehearsal early on in my career, and the music director turned and yelled for me from the stage to the booth that we missed a cue. Um, mm. And one... Uh, he stopped all the rehearsal to tell me that. And two, I knew that we missed that cue way before he stopped rehearsal and told me. Um, so, um, and three, uh, I guess all I had to say back to him was, I'm sorry. Um, it, I think the way it's that relationship and that vision and really just how we treat people, whether yeah. we're treating people uh, how, how the people from the stage treat the teams in the booths or how the people in the booths treat the teams on stage. We're all doing this together. And um, I don't think anyone's there to really want to mess up. The people who mess up, whether it's a lighting cue or whether it's I missed that note on my guitar, I guarantee you that person who messed up knows it more yeah. than anyone else and that they know it sooner than anyone else yeah, and, and they feel it more than yeah, anyone Yeah, they're already else. beating themselves up about um, it. What's that? I said they're already beating themselves up about it enough already. Right, and they're probably already in their head. Even before you go talk to them, they already know what they need to work on. Now, there's sometimes that we're not aware of, I made a mistake here, um, 
which then again puts that on the leader's responsibility of help pointing that out and helping them get better. But usually if it's a mistake, I know I missed that cue. I know I sang that wrong note. Um, it, 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 <laughs> we should be examples of Jesus and yeah. he shows us a lot of grace. We burn a lot of grace. Um, and if we, if we can't, you know, go up and have a conversation without belittling or yelling or pointing out in front of everybody, um, then we've missed it. Mm-hmm. We, we miss the whole point of what we are doing and why we're doing this. Man, if, if our teams feel yucky after rehearsal before we get ready for a worship service, that whole spirit mm-hmm. is going to probably follow us on stage or in a yes. booth. Yep. And that's... I, I, I know God can work through a lot, but that's just one of those things that I, I we need to figure out how to serve each other way better than than being angered by a mistake. And I, I think that's where grace comes in, of just remembering one, you're dealing with technology. Two, you're dealing with people. And uh, people, people, you know, God showed us that grace, and and uh, I think um, people, as they serve um, in the roles, whether they're staff or volunteer, they deserve that grace. Um, and and from leaders, from leadership, we just have to remind them that um, that's what God's calling us to do—to be better leaders. Yeah. One one trick here that I've used, um, and kind of to speak to this topic, is like if if I'm uh, between services or, or maybe after rehearsal, let's say after rehearsal um, <clears throat> and maybe during rehearsal, I'm taking notes for, for the team, uh, for the volunteer team, so that we can talk about them before the first service starts. If I go in and I just start hammering my, my, my list away, sometimes it, it I mean, they already kind of know it, know what they've, you know, if there's any glitches, they are, they know them already. So, yeah. so a trick that I've used is, Instead of just plowing through my list, I just I, I put the list away or down for just a second. I just ask them, "Hey, uh, what did you guys see that you that you want to work on? Uh, what 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 are some way, ways or areas that you that you guys want to uh, you know that you see that we need to improve or to you know step it up for the uh, for the worship experience?" And nine times out of ten, they're going to go through my list for me. Um, and that way, it's not me go, you know, just hammering away critique. It's them having ownership and realizing it and vocalizing it. Oh, I, I know one. I can do this better. I, I missed that lyric on this, or I missed this cue on that. I, I'll be sure to. Here's the steps I'm putting in place. Cool. All right. Any, anybody else? Like it, 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 it work. The list works through itself by itself when I ask questions a lot of the times, rather than just bark out critique. Do you find that to be the case also? All the time. Yeah. My, you know, after rehearsal or after one of the services, uh, Joey, my, my tech director, will, will come down and, you know, he'll ask me what I have for him. And, and it's like, no, you, you go first. And he's got he's got this list. And his list is probably uh, 10 things, 10 items longer than yeah. the one thing I had. Yeah. And that one thing was at the top of his list. But he saw this whole other side, and he's working on a bunch of other stuff that – um, you know, he, not only did he see that one thing, but there's like nine other things that he and his team are working on just to make better right. um, that I totally missed. So it 
it, we're in this together, Carl. This, yeah. this is ministry, and that, that there's no greater uh, resource that we have um, as a church than the people serving in the church. Yeah. And if we're going to use them and not care, um, you know, if, if all we want is perfection from them, um, we we probably I, I know speaking for myself I, I need to get out of the way of that team if they're if we're looking for perfection yeah. because uh, I'm I'm probably going to lead them down a the wrong road at some point yeah. um, and it just it that goes back up to re- the relationship right. if if you're simply using your tech team to to push buttons and to make you sound good but you're not sitting down with them having a conversation or you're not buying them coffee or you're not if all you're doing is barking what's wrong, um, that's not relationship. Right. That's not a healthy relationship at all. Right. Um, so from a leadership pastoral side, please pour into your team because they're helping make that worship experience happen. Yeah. From a tech side, um, you know, from your tech, lead, from your tech volunteers, from a technical side or a media side, remember, they're giving up their, their, their valuable time to be there, too, um, and treat them with love and the respect um, because they, they, they probably have as much investment into this weekend as you do. That's why they're sitting there. Right, right. Okay, let's kind of wrap this discussion up uh, with with this. So how um, have you used glitches or mistakes in worship experiences as training, like for me, it's kind of been uh, okay. I can make that note so that the next training workshop we have, we'll we'll tackle that, um, something like that, or, or or learning opportunities for the team. Kind of wrap our discussion up uh, together. Yeah, um, they. You know, we. I'm the kind of person who, uh, as the tech director, being from the programming director or the creative director or the pastor, receiving. Hey, why did that happen? I never liked that. So I was always the first one. I always called out the mistakes first. Hey, I know this happened. We're on it. We're going to work through it. Uh, I'm going to give you my word. If it happens again, we've got a plan B. Um, and then so, you know, if that, if that glitch was simply someone missing the next slide for the, for the lyrics, um, that's easy. That's a conversation. Um, and I'm, you know, uh, every glitch allows me to get better at dealing with them, right? And usually dealing with them means, one, how can I be proactive? Like, if that happened, how can we ensure that does not happen again? And sometimes you just can't ensure that. But I can remember, you know, or I can remind, you know, the computer ops person, the pro presenter operator, not to drink that second cup of coffee before service so their finger doesn't get all trigger happy. Or... Is it something with technology? Should we check? Should we should we reboot this before the next service? Um, so I think having those type of notes, Carl, uh, just learning through that experience. Um, you know, is it even? Hey, that projector went down. What's our backup? What's Plan B? Yeah. Um, plan Bs are Plan Bs are money when it comes to live production. Um, and always know what your backup is. Um, is really important. At least that's a high value for our team here at the crossing. Um, because we do rely on people and we do rely on technology, uh, for our worship services. 
But yeah, uh, I I don't often like to <laughs> I don't often like to show mistakes in training uh, environments <laughs> um, because they're always tied to a person usually. True. Uh, yeah. So I don't always like to promote that. So it's how how can I communicate that to the next person, or how can I train them with that glitch in mind, with that mistake in mind, and, and help others really be proactive, know not to do that or pay attention to that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and it's a learning opportunity for the team. Yeah, when when the team gathers and you go, wow, that was a rough ride, right? Like, what what do you guys need to talk about? What what did you see in that service? And they're going, well, that that happened, and oh yeah, I'm sorry, I made the mistake, and this happens, and okay, guys, what are we going to do better for the next service? And we talk through that, and then we. We get a group hug going, or we, you know, we're praying together, or we're cheering on each other for the next service. That there just continues to build the the big T team, right? Yeah. If we're all in this together, and I'm not going to get ripped to shred because I made a mistake, but we're going to um, empower each other to do better next time. Um, I think that that just that just comes with a spirit of gratitude that comes with a spirit of grace that comes with a spirit of i belong on this team and these people value who i am and what i do and i think those two things now if you're really talking how do you get through the next mistake or glitch i think the team that owns what they do and the service that they get to do that in that helps um those moments probably more than anything yeah well, Bill, thanks for sharing this uh, topic with us, man, and I look forward to talking with you more next week. This has been an all-access interview from 1230 Media. For more interviews, training, and exclusive content for your production team, visit 1230.media training. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about an ebook I put together called Pastor First, 15 Ways to Win the Hearts of Your Volunteers. Pastoring your people is the secret sauce to building a dynamic volunteer culture at your church. You have to care more about who your volunteers are becoming more than what they do on your team. In this ebook, I share 15 practical ways to make people your first priority in your tech ministry. From knowing their name and their story, to scheduling intentional time outside of serving, to how to set them up for success, this ebook gives you a practical guide to pastoring your people well. Pick up a copy today at 1230.media forward slash books. You can download it right to your desktop or favorite e-reader. I pray the book will give you some steps to show your team that you care more about them than what they do on your team. If you'd like more information about this episode of our podcast, as well as helpful links, videos, PDFs, and more, plus access to our entire podcast archive absolutely free, visit thechurchmediapodcast.com. That's thechurchmediapodcast.com. To sponsor an episode of the Church Media Podcast, visit thechurchmediapodcast.com slash advertise.
Next week, I welcome Bill back one more time. We'll be talking about how to deal with the experts in the pew. You know those people who are well-intentioned but tell you everything that they are thinking and want to change about your worship experience? How do you deal with the peanut gallery in a gracious way? We'll talk about that next week. Take a minute today and follow us on social media if you would. Just search 1230 Media. We would love to connect with you on social. Thank you guys so much for listening. Go out there and create some incredible experiences this weekend. I'll catch you next week. The Church Media Podcast is a production of the Ministry of 1230 Media and produced by David Michael Hyde. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your team, visit thechurchmediapodcast.com.